Why you lurking? Hey everybody, welcome back to the very first spooky episode of Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today's a check-in, but both of us actually have something to discuss. Yes. So, um, get some business from last week to clear up first, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. Because I had forgotten the bio. Okay, of Tia Williams. Yes, and so this is coming from her website. I kind of had a hard time of picking out, like where she came from all that but I think this is this is from tiawilliams.net so it's her website before you start I would like to say this is also my fault because we jumped on the call and I assumed (laughs) we were talking about the book and Lindsay assumed we were doing a check-in so that was my fault I'll 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 take the I'll take the one for the team on that one well normally like almost as soon as I finish the book I type up the summary and the bio and because we've been off I was just like "Mm -hmm." didn't even think about (laughs) it So I didn't even have so one prepared. Um, okay, okay, so she is a graduate of the University of Virginia, and she originally started as a magazine beauty editor. She worked for Elle, Glamour, Lucky, Teen okay. People, um, and this was in 1997. Uh, in 2004, she kind of jump-started the beauty blog whole thing um, with her site, Shake Your Beauty, and she's also, for Estee Lauder, is an executive copy director so the one who like writes all of their so okay. she's very big like in the beauty oh, industry yeah, and i mean if huge. you look at her if you look at her like oh yeah she's gorgeous yeah um and then her first album the accidental diva was p- published in 2004 and just to you know to great reviews um so iman's makeup memoir the beauty of color which i remember when this came out because it yeah. was like the book to get um yeah. she co-wrote it Oh, wow. Okay. She co-wrote it with Iman. Okay. Yeah. Tia Williams? Yeah. And she also has two young adult novels, It Chicks and Sixteen Candles. Cute. Yes. Um, she won the African American Literary Award for Best Fiction for her 2016 novel, The Perfect Find. And the Washington Post, Cosmo, People, In Style. Again, rave reviews. Loved it. And mm-hmm. it's going to be made into a Netflix movie starring... Gabrielle Union. Oh, I love her. I know. Oh my God. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then it just kind of ends with what we just read her latest, Seven Days in June. New York Times, USA Today bestsellers, mm. as we know, Reese's Book Club for June 2021. Yes. Oh, oh, I didn't even read this far. It's a TV <laughs> series adaptation and development. <laughs> oh my God. Surprise, Lindsay. <laughs> oh, why didn't I read through this entire <laughs> before we started this? Because I'm an idiot. We, we are professionals on this. <laughs> we are professionals. And she also has two novels coming up that she's working on, and oh. she lives in Brooklyn with her daughter and her husband. Okay. What a, okay. What a career. Okay, first off, yes. Yeah. Do you remember when, like, blogs were, like, a huge thing? Yes. Like, if you didn't have a blog, you were doing life correctly. There was um, one I still go on, but now, like, Temptalia, Temptalia, which does, like, makeup reviews makeup dupes so like okay. oh if you like the charlotte Tilbury, this oh. then this is like the revlon one to get the cheap one that you can afford yes i love that because i'm i can't pay for a 50 dollar foundation i yeah i love ColourPop because their yeah. stuff is very good and i can yeah. get like my tinted moisturizer for eight dollars <laughs> yeah when okay so first off with 
what was the one that's going to be with Gabrielle Union? The Perfect Find. So okay. that was her 2016 novel, which won the African American Literary Award. So her and Dwayne Wade were on like the Kelly Clarkson show like a few weeks ago and I watched it. Mm-hmm. First off, cutest couple ever. She doesn't put up with like, because now he's retired. So he's like home all the time. And she's like, Jesus. Um, but they're very cute. Like when Kelly was like, what annoys you about each other? And she's like, she just looked at Dwayne and was like, I dare you. <laughs> like super cute. Like super. And then my mom actually bought both of her books last year. So hopefully nice. I can get to those at some point. But yeah, I, uh, I, I love her. I just, I always think of her and bring it on because. Oh yeah. Such an iconic role, iconic movie, but I think she's great. And her and Dwayne Wade are super cute. And now I'm so, I'm super excited for this. I we might have to like read this as a on the side kind of book. Yeah, Bring It On was kind of ahead of its time with the whole idea of like a white white people white group appropriating mm-hmm. from a group Stealing. of yeah, and so um, yeah, kind of ahead of its time, and really, because we weren't really talking about that in what two thousand. Oh no, and I don't, and I think when we watched it, like I don't think I thought about it like that. I was just like, oh, they're stealing from another school. Yeah. Um, but I also think like Bring It On and like Mean Girls and those kind of movies. I didn't know what kind of like cult classic that they were going to be years later. Like when I saw Mean Girls, I loved it and saw it in theaters, but I had no idea that till this day we're still talking about October third and we wear pink on Wednesdays. Like I still didn't. I didn't realize how much of uh, um, impact it was going to have and how people are still watching it. And I feel the same way. Like. Bring It On created a ton of other movies, but that was still the most iconic and original. Like, that was the best one, obviously. I mean, there is the one with, like, the crumping. Yeah, because it has Aiden Panettiere. Like, I mean, you can't beat that. <laughs> they, like, roll up to the competition in the Black Hoods. Come on, it has in that one as well. <clears throat> you really can't beat that one either. But I think those are the only two I've seen, actually. And seen multiple times of both of them. I think I've seen, I think I watched the second one at a sleepover, but I fell asleep halfway through. I think. Maybe I, that's the, is that the crumping one? Maybe that's the well, third one. The one that we watched at your house when we had like a little sleepover, like 4th of July weekend, I had taken my contacts out and I don't think I had my glasses <laughs> that weekend. So I just was listening <laughs> to it because I couldn't see it. But I knew what was happening because I'd seen it plenty of times. Oh, they're interviewing Carlos Sainz right now. I'm just looking up at him. It's perfectly fine. <sighs> Daniel okay. Ricardo had a good weekend. He yeah. jumped up 11 spots. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, um, that's his his highest finish this season, because I think his other one was sixth in Australia. And that's your Formula One update on Reading with Celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Reading with Formula One drivers. <laughs> um, yeah. And, so. no, and then ahead. the second order of business, and it kind of segues into the discussion of the movie and then the TV series is that we didn't discuss how um, Eva's books were being picked up for a movie and oh, they yeah. wanted to cast white people. Oh my God. Talk about, yes. And now she was, was like, we're getting part. a new, we're getting a new drill. Like we're getting new people. Yeah. At first, like her person was like, just say yes right now. And I was like, girl, do not say yes. This is how they get you. And she did mm-hmm. say yes, but then she found somebody later on. Um, yeah. That was like, no, we're not casting white people. Because her books were black vampires. 
Like that was she said like that was vital to the story. Yes. And like could you imagine like reading a book like this this series had gone on for 14 books and you know that they're black like somebody that's obsessed with this series you know that they're black vampires and then they cast and I'd be like what's going on? Who is that? Who are these people? Yeah, cuz like I think she even said like she was picturing like a Zendaya type which I was like great, perfect and they're like um Hold on. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Like somebody completely opposite. And so I think too, like when usually you like to see like when the author like has a hand in like the writing of the script and the casting, because they're the ones that know what these characters look like. They're the ones that created these characters. So if they don't have a say in it, or if you're trying to change it, like it's not going to bring this film. No. Like the readers are going to be furious. And like we always say, the book is better. But if you can find a movie that does the book justice like that's what you want like that's what gets you excited i think the outsiders should be held up as an example of that that is a great one because the casting was spot on for everybody um the story stayed very very faithful to the book and it just like it worked it's a good way it's a good yeah i will say two more that did that to kill a mockingbird yes gregory peck Yes. And The Green Mile. Yes, also that one. Those two, when you said that, those two, like, popped immediately into my mind of, like, movies that are very good, but took from the book, which was what you want. Mm-hmm. Like, you felt like you're watching. It was yeah. very respectful of the source material. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah. Okay. Those are, that was my business from last week. Okay. Because, like, as soon as we were done recording, I was like, we didn't talk about the movie casting. <laughs> oh, God. And that was, yeah. like, the little side thing that I was just like, what the hell is this? I know, because you feel so bad because she's so excited that they're finally being picked. I mean, she's written 14 of them. Mm-hmm. And they're just now getting picked up. And then they're like, but we want them white. And what's wild is, like, knowing the fan base knows that and has yes. such a rabid fan base, they're going to go see it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to see, like, they're not going to not see it because you casted black vampires. Like, that's yeah. what the move, that's what the books are. So. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Anyways. So, yeah. Okay. Do you want to go ahead with your stuff? So, in the best surprising news ever, I have a five-star read. <gasps> is it, is it? Is it red, white, and royal blue? Oh my god, Lindsay. <laughs> I can't I can't stop thinking about this book. I want to read it again. It's we were we talked about romance books and like, but this book had everything. I like screenshot some like people's like descriptions of it because I can't put it into words. This book was funny, it was emotional, it was romantic. First off, if you don't like see- steamy sex scenes, don't read this book. This book is like rated R, like don't <laughs> don't read it but it had everything that you could want and like the two and again it's about the first son and the the prince of wales and like them like finding out that they like each other and then like their story but it is beautiful and it is sexy and it is funny and it is it's just everything you want and like the first family's from texas so they talk about texas Oh my god, I was just like, I'm in love with this book. Alex Diaz Claremont, who plays the first son, 
probably one of my favorite characters right now. Like, loved him. It was so beautiful how it was written. I think I laughed, I cried, I did all the things in this book. I couldn't put the book down. I think at one point, like, I had read the first chapter, I think the last time we did a check-in, but then I needed to focus on Seven Days in June. Mm-hmm. So then I, when I picked up the book again, it was last weekend, and I think I read approximately 300 pages that weekend. And I was like, okay, I need to put the book down. Like, I only had, like, I think I had less than 50 pages maybe left. But it was so good. I want to, like, I had a, it was a Kindle um, library book. So I was like, I need to buy this book. <laughs> it was it was so good. Somebody was like, I absolutely love this book. The story is sweet, and I'm a sucker for enemies to lovers trope. I don't really care for that kind of thing. But if you read it, you realize what the enemies to, like, thing is um it all seemed very fairy tale like and somehow still realistic and i and it says i read the whole thing in one night and again this could be real there could be a first son and a prince of wales that were in like this could have been a real thing to me and it was during like his mom is the one that's president and it was also during her re-election year so it's also about like they need to hide their romance because this could affect the election and things like, mm-hmm. so it dealt with politics as well. Um, it just was, all the characters were in this book were fantastic. I could not recommend it enough. I get the whole, like, if you don't like romances, but I don't know. I just, I, it, it was, it was a chef's kiss of a book. Um, so I was also at the same time, um, I think it was like best, like audio books to read. And then this one came up. I didn't listen to this one, but how they described it, it was like, um, it says reading a juicy romance is like eating a spoonful of chocolate cake while still in your pajamas, instant pleasure in our isolated world. Cause I think this was things to like, listen to like during the pandemic to get you through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So she says like, this love story is a chocolate cake with your favorite icing and a scoop of ice cream to boot. Um, the child of America's president falling in love with the Prince of Wales is brilliant, empowering, hilarious, sweet, and sexy. This is a dopamine boost that we urgently need. So those are two things that, like, because I get, I, it's hard for me to put into words, like, everything about this book that I thought was, like, just wonderful about it. It was just, to me, it was perfect. Nice. So I need, so I need either you or Becca to read it to tell me if I'm crazy or not, because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I was just, like, in the need of, like, lovey-dovey stuff. Who knows? But it was... It was so good. And I don't think I thought that it was going to be something like that. Like, I don't know what I thought. Like, I knew what it was about, but I don't think I thought I was going to have this many feelings and emotions and excitement about it when I, like, finished it. And I was just like, oh. Oh. And the movie's already been, like, filmed. I think it's going to be Oh, really? Who's in it? I I didn't know the actors. Oh, I'm going to look it up. But I was like, um... I don't know what kind of like what we were talking about. I was like, I don't want you to ruin like Alex and Henry for me. <laughs> like they're already yeah. just like this perfect, these perfect people. And so I don't know if the actors can like bring this into film. If they can, then it'll be like beautifully done. But I think sometimes it is hard to do. But well, Uma yeah. Thurman's gonna be in it. Oh yeah, she plays the president. She's the mm-hmm. mom. I do remember that. But I didn't know who the two guys were that played it. I don't recognize. They're playing Alex and Henry. 
<clears throat> but yeah. So yeah, I have my first like it's not my first five star of the year. I think I have one other five star not including um oh I might have a few. I don't know. I have to go back and look. <laughs> but there's only three months left of the year. And this could be the favorite of the year. Nice. That's, That's always I'm exciting. Saying. All I'm saying is I have like, cause I think we talked about that a few weeks ago is like, like, cause we had both read a lot of books during our break, but there was no like huge standouts for us. Right. Like we were just kind of like, there was like a few, like three and a half, maybe some four stars, but there was nothing that we were both like, Oh my God. I, I had some four stars. Yeah. I think I had two four stars. Um, but, and both were the John Krakauer books, so. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I feel like, I feel like I haven't had this much of excitement over a book in a while. So, yeah. Very nice. That is, that is my highly recommend Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. It is so good. It is so funny. It is short. It is, I don't know, I loved it. I was trying to read the People's One Stars, and I was like, I don't trust you. <laughs> I was like, I don't believe you. Get out, get out of my life. Yeah, you're crazy. You didn't read the same book as me. <laughs> but yeah, so that is my yeah, that is the book I finished. Um, but yeah, I have a few other things that you can talk about. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure everyone noticed in our fall TBR episode that I was not ready for it either. Um, so, but now I am, so I'm scrapping my list. Okay, but also, can we talk about that you just now finished that book that was taking you forever to read? I, okay, so, here we go. Okay. So, at the library, because I'm so angry at the Kindle challenge, because remember, mine was stuck at, like, the 58 days out of 75, Yeah. and saying I only read one day for the last one. So, I went on the last day and just looked on it, because I had been reading again, and I was like, well, maybe it, maybe it did something. It yeah. wiped completely those two, those two, uh, the progress for both of those. So I don't have those last two. Like it doesn't, it just says, you know, normally for like perfect week or something, it says read, read seven days in a row, read 75 days. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's all it says. It wiped any of like the count. That's nice. So I'm over it. And it, I got the oh. notification for the finish the year strong. I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. The year in Kindle challenge is now up yes. and running. It started yesterday. So yes. you are not doing that one. <sighs> I'm not going to actively pursue it is what I'm saying. I think, I think that was my problem is again, we can all blame Cindy on this one. Can we not? Yes. Cindy, if you're listening, you are listening. This is your fault because after she said she was like, no, I have to do it. I was like, no, but I have to do it now. Well, now I have to. Yeah. Like I have as well. So yeah, I don't, I'm with you. I completed it. I got all 15 achievements. I don't need to do that again. So. <laughs> okay. I was like, I don't need these Kindle ones because I know they're available in physical form. So yes. I've picked up three books from the library. Nice. The first one is, which I'm reading now, is the sequel to Bearton, Us Against You. Yes. Literally started today. I'm on chapter two. Um, and... Then the next one is The Burning God, so the final poppy war in the series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And the last one, because I was like, how did I do my fall TBR with nothing spooky, because is called... What? Because you are not prepared. 
No, yeah, I just, I forgot what day it was. just like, let me, let me go on Libby. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, and the final one is called The Mary Shelley Club, which Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein. And what it is, okay. is there's a girl who finds this, like, secret group, and they progress in a series of like scary dare like dares scarier and scarier and riskier and riskier and riskier until it builds up um so i'm kind of excited for that one so i picked that one up too okay and then uh the other spooky one is i've actually never read frankenstein oh, so i put okay. frankenstein on my list because okay. i've heard like a lot of people say it's good but it is it is one of my closest friends best like favorite book that she has ever read so um i'm gonna do that one too okay and then i'm thinking at the well i've got an idea for the end of october but we can i'll discuss that off air with you because i don't want to ruin it so so yeah yeah i love that um i am currently reading and i think i think this one was on my fall tbr the paris apartment by lucy foley Mm -hmm. oh let me, because I can't stop talking about it. Let me go back to Red, White, and Royal Blue real quick. So, if anybody knows me, one of my biggest pet peeves is, like, long chapters. Yes. This book had long chapters, and I didn't care. I was like, oh, my God, I get to spend all this it's like your, time. like your perfect book. It literally, like, I was like, it has long chapters, and I was like, that means I get to spend longer with these characters. Like, that's what I thought about. I was like, I don't care that this one is 35 pages. Like, let's go. Like, it was, oh. Okay, now back. Oh, they're in Japan next weekend for the Formula One. Yeah, so they were Singapore today. Max Verstappen could have won the championship, but uh-huh. he had he had not a good race. He looked, um, he looked really sad just now. Yeah, he didn't have a good race, and so um, it's moving on to Japan. Yeah, another um, breaking news on Formula One. So sorry about that. But Singapore is a night race, oh, and yeah, I thought it was very cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Lucy Foley. The Paris Apartment, back to now what we're actually reading. Um, short chapters, and you get different characters' points of view. So you have, like, um, the sister, Jessie, who is, she went to Paris to go visit her brother, and her brother's not at the apartment, and she's like, what the heck? Okay, so her brother's missing. Yes, so you get his point of view just at the very beginning, and then... It's her point of view, Jesse, and then um, the other characters that live in the um, apartment. Or in the building, sorry, in the building. Um, And, like, they each kind of, like, at one point are like, ever since he moved in, things have been crazy. So, you know, like, they don't really like this um, time. This this guy, I think his name's Ben. Um, they don't really like that he was here and he'd only been there for three months. So you kind of like, they could all easily be suspects in his disappearance. We don't know if he's murdered or anything, but she gets into his apartment though. And like the cat is like covered in blood and she's like, maybe it's a mouse. The cat killed. I'm like, Oh Jesus. (laughs) Girl. I know. But again, this one has short and sweet chapters. So I think it'll be fine. Um, and then, um, you know my Audible fiasco? Yes. So I, I had, like, paid last year, like, to get 12 credits, like, 
and I had a year to get those 12 credits and like two weeks before the year was up, I had like seven <laughs> credits I had to get. So I got all of my credits and then I forgot to cancel my account. Dimini, no. So they charged me again and I have 12 more credits. I done messed up. Dimini. Dimini, why'd you do it? But one of the books that I got on the on Audible, I actually listened to it over the last few days because it was, it was 10 hours, but doing it at work and stuff made it easy. It's The Night Swim by Megan Golden. And what this is about um, is Rachel is a podcast host. Um, she does true crime podcasts, and every season is like a different case. So in her third season, um, she's going to this town in, uh, I believe it's South Carolina, um, that there is a, um, a like, a, a guy is being accused of rape. So he's being charged for rape of a girl there. And so she's going um, to watch the trial and then basically put it into her season. Because her podcast is called Guilty or Not Guilty, and so she's basically like, my listeners are going to be the jurors. Um, so, but while she's there, she keeps getting these random letters from this other girl that's like, I really think you should look into the um, drowning of my sister. I don't think that she drowned. I think it was murder. And it happened 25 years prior. But, like, she doesn't know who this girl is, um, and she doesn't know much about that story, but it also happened in this small town in South Carolina. So you kind of have, like, two storylines going on. You have... Um, this rape trial going on, and then you also, she's also trying to figure out what this story is with um, um, Jenny and her sister, and like what happened there. Um, and then what's cool is like some of the chapters are strictly her podcast, so then it's like you're listening to her podcast too. Um, she's like, and this was episode three of Guilty or Not Guilty. So I thought it was a really good, like just an audiobook. I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much um, reading it. Um, there are some trigger warnings. Again, I said there was a rape um, trial going on, so there is talk of rape and stuff, so please look at trigger warnings if you are thinking about reading or listening to this book. But, yeah, so I did complete one of my audiobooks because I have to get 12 more, so <laughs> so excited about this. I got some good ones, but I got Project Hail Mary, which I think you also got, right? Yes. Um. So that was another one that stuck out to me, but yeah, we'll see um, how this all goes, but I have, yeah, I have to do this all over again, <laughs> and then I'll cancel. And then I'll get rid of it. <laughs> because it's expensive, and I didn't want that. But yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at right now, and I'm reading a book on my Kindle, but you can talk while I look that up. Mm. Uh, Winterset Hollow, oh, which yes. I finally was like, I'm not starting any of these library books till I finish this. I just gotta get done with it. Yes, I feel like you've been reading it for a while. So I just sat down and pushed through, Ugh. and I I kind of went back and forth between a two and a three. Mm -hmm. I ended up doing three. So I felt like it was a little bit stronger than a two. Because I was thinking, I was like, I gave two to the death of Jane Lawrence. And this one was better than the death of Jane Lawrence. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, it just, it went on too long. Like, it could have been 50 pages shorter. It was, 
like just going over things as like, we already know this. We already know this. We already get this. Mm -hmm. Like, why are we still on this topic? Yeah. The fucking owl, my favorite. Because she came, Olivia, and she was trying to warn them and trying to help them. Because she, like, the whole setup is this, like, this guy during, like, expansion westward comes across this, this, like, prairie, this group of animals where they talk, they have families, like, they're they're anthropomorphic, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they try to bring him as goodwill to say, hey, come to this Barley Day Festival we do every year. Pretty much, it's very much so like the first Thanksgiving where it's like, let's share this meal together. It'll be great. Yeah. And then this guy just is very like hyper-focused on why, like, you know, look how amazing these things are. Mm -hmm. They're my property now. They belong to me. Yeah. And so four main ones, a fox, a bear, a rabbit, and a frog, he says, hey, um, like, you come with me, like, you're my prisoners, and we'll leave your family and your friends alone. We won't hunt them, we won't do anything else, like, they're free to live out their days. So they agree. And they go, and he basically invites his friends to his property on this small island to, like, put on these hunts. So he releases them and his friends and his family go around trying to, I don't think necessarily kill them, but like more so they maim them. Like the one rabbit's got like, you know, scar, like they all have some sort of scars and yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. And so um, they finally manage it. Well, they, one night the, the main guy Addington, he's drunk. And so the rabbit steals his keys to go down to this one hidden room and once he gets there, he finds all of his friends and family, and they've been hunted and killed and skinned and mounted. And they just were like, why are we here? That Like, what, what was the point of us being yeah, here? Yeah, thought we were sacrificing ourselves to save them. So they kill him, and they stuff him, and <laughs> put him down in the base. God! Um, so all this is being revealed to the main character who then comes like his childhood was spent in the, this cabin in the woods with his father and his father is teaching him all of these survival skills because come to find out he is a direct descendant of that guy oh and so of these animals yeah, yeah so and he had written this like cute little book talking about like oh the animals have this barley day and oh no something terrible happens and the bear dies and it's sad and becomes like very like winnie the pooish and um and so they said for the debt to be paid we need to make sure that his bloodline is dead and gone so that's why every year they invite this group of people these fans and and they hunt them. Like, they turn around and do the same thing that was happening to them. But the owl, Olivia, she's like, I called him out. I said, you're hypocrites. Because now you have turned into exactly what they have. And yeah. the, um, like, the rabbit and all them didn't like that. So they clipped her rings, wings and burned them. So she can't really fly very far. But she's still going around doing the best she can to, like, warn them. And, um... The guy who dropped them off on the island, he just, he fell asleep and he left. He was like, I figured you guys were just doing like a camping thing. So I wasn't going to come back till the next day. Well, she flew all the way out and warned him, like, you need to come back and save these people. And she died. 
because it took too much effort and energy to fly back to the mainland oh to God. warn them against the sky. And I was like, God damn it, Olivia. <laughs> you were the good one. Meanwhile, oh the freaking fox just won't die. And I was like, this, he drowns, he comes back. Oh, no. He gets like freaking shot he comes back he gets burned he comes back he gets knifed he comes back i was just like when like is Mike this Myers. like why won't you die this is this is insanity you should have been dead a long time ago <laughs> like this is just, now you're just dragging it on for no reason like it just it was one of those things where it was just like oh my god like can we just can we just get through it <laughs> So I was so just, sad. I, like with animals dying though already. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> well, I, they weren't like cute and fuzzy. Yeah, that's true too. So, yeah. like I said, I could see it being turned into a movie or like it might working better on screen than in print. Yeah. Um, but it was, I was just like, oh my god. And there were parts where I was like, like the second part is the biggest because it's all of the hunt and them running away. But so much of it was like the fox shot him with an arrow and so his friend ran and then the fox did this and his other friend ran and I was like I, I get they're running because they don't want to be killed like I don't under, like we know this we don't need like this is unnecessary information it's not building anything up for me so I just it just I, it wasn't it wasn't a book for me it didn't work for me I just I think I, like, felt that when the way you were talking, like, because I think you were reading it when we did our, like, first episode where we were talking about everything we had re- we had read, mm-hmm. and you said you were kind of, like, at that point where you, like, I just need to, like, take a minute, but I was, like, you did not seem too excited <laughs> about this book. No, I literally, like, because um, I was, like, I gotta, I gotta get this done September 30th so I can yeah. go into October fresh, and I... Yeah hit a wall so like the like it was like 11 o'clock at night and I was like I can't mm. and I had like tw- I had 20 pages left and I was like I can't do this that's a it's crazy too like when people that people that DNF books like they say are like I was 75% through and I just had to DNF it and I'm like oh the effort though so much that you put into this book like mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man huh. well now you can start fresh you can reset your fall TBR I feel like you're going to enjoy Burning Gods. So, like, I, again, I have watched some people on YouTube that have read this entire series, and they, they I mean, like it. I said, I have thought it was fantastic so far, so it's yeah. just finishing it now. Yeah. Um, and then the last book that I'm currently reading, I think I'm maybe on chapter two, so I'm not too far in it, is Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. And this is a, it's tracing a widow's unlikely connection with a giant Pacific octopus. Um, it says, Tova Sullivan's husband died, and so she began working the night shift at the aquarium, mopping up floors and tidying up. Um, and she's been doing this since her 18-year-old son, Eric, mysteriously vanished on a boat over 30 years ago. Um, and then she becomes acquainted with Marcellus, which is a octopus that's also living in the aquarium. And so you get his point of view as well in the book. And so it's kind of like 
he he also wants to find out what happened to Tova Tova's son. So you're gonna get her point of view and Marcella's point of view. The only thing that I'm I feel like I'm gonna get sad is like um, in the very first chapter it starts out and it says like um, his like 1,299th day in captivity mm-hmm. and he says um, that he is expected to only live four years and so he's like that means I only have and I think it's less than 200 days left and so I'm scared <laughs> that the end of the novel is going to be this octopus dying <laughs> which I'm not going to be too happy about no I know, I'm already sad, and I don't know if that's what's going to happen, but I don't want it to happen. But he's like, that means I only have this many days left if I live to be four, to be four years old. And I'm like, oh, no. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. So, but I'm very, like, like, I'm in Tova's point of view, and we haven't even, like, talked about her son going missing yet. She's just, like, cleaning the floors and stuff. So I'm very, like, early on in this book, um, but... It was one of the books that, again, I think I put it on my list of something I wanted to read, like, when we were doing the Kindle Challenge. Um, And I just kept it on, and it was available, so I thought I would read it. But we'll see if I cry or see if I fall in love with an octopus or something, and I don't know. (laughs) I don't do well (laughs) with these... We're just gonna say that he he lives to be like a hundred instead of forty years. <laughs> it's a it's a miracle. <laughs> but yeah, that is my other book, the Paris Apartment and Remarkably Bright Creatures, are what I'm currently reading right now. Nice. Like I said, I got um, this three that I mentioned earlier. Us Against You. The Burning God and the Mary Shelley Club. I'm thinking I might read Frankenstein before the Mary Shelley Club. It's it's relatively short, yeah. so I should be able to do it. And nobody else wanted Mary Shelley Club, so I could renew it. And I think they had like eight yeah. other copies. That's what um, kept happening with the Seven Days in June is it just kept re- automatically renewing. So I ended up having it for like six weeks because I hadn't. I got it and then I wasn't starting it until like the last two weeks, but. And then with Whisper Network, right now it shows that there's plenty of copies available and not all of them are checked out. So probably in about two weeks or so, I'll probably put that one on hold. That was my that was my plan, too. Yeah. Since we both for sure want that one on our fall TBR, because we have to. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. That one is so. a given. But yeah. Um, anything else? I do not believe so. I I just couldn't wait to record because I wanted to tell you all about red, white, and blue. <laughs> I well, like, I remember you I telling me a little bit last yeah. week after we recorded, and you were like, it's stainy, woo! <laughs> yeah, so, because I think I was like, I'm already on this page, you're like, wow. <laughs> woo. Yeah, so, okay, well, um... Happy spooky season, everyone. I hope everybody's fall TBRs are going to be exciting and all of those things and scary or whatever. Um, please go give us, or sorry, Instagram is reading with celebs, Twitter reading W celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things. We'll see you next week.
Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye. Ooh.